Hey y'all, and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I share my passion for all things motherhood, marriage, homemaking, homeschooling, and biblical womanhood, and all the things in between. My prayer is that when you listen to this podcast, that you feel encouraged and inspired to cultivate your own heart and home to pursue the goodness of God in all that you do. Y'all, I am so excited to kick off what will be a monthly happening now. We will be doing a monthly couples chat, aka I will be bringing my husband onto the podcast so we can do some fun Q&As. Basically, we just find a bunch of really fun faith-based questions on the internet and um, kind of stockpile them until we have plenty to record. (laughs) So without further ado, welcome to my handsome, beautiful husband, Colton. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> it is our first Q&A of 2024. It is. And we are recording this from our patio. Our newly covered We redid. Patio. When I say we, I mean Colton and a, a sweet friend from church redid our covered patio. The roof was quite literally falling apart. And so now it's not. So we are currently sitting outside and it's like 30 something degrees in Corpus Christi, which is insane which is also why we're sitting outside so we can enjoy it yes so are you ready for some questions fire away oh my gosh (laughs) number one how has your faith grown or changed since we got married oh wow mine's changed a lot loaded question (laughs) oh my gosh i mean i think both of us i probably definitely more me than you were very surface Christian. Like, I mean, we both the we literally lived together before we got married. So I don't know that one of us was more surface than the other. <laughs> <laughs> one of us might've had more of a history with it, with our yeah. faith, but yeah, I'll let you finish your answer. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Definitely no deep diving um, prior to getting married. Um, and even for like the first few years, there wasn't much of that. But uh, it's definitely changed since then because the last we did uh, go to church, though, I will yes, say that did. like I, I went to seminary and then did some bad stuff because I was 18, 19 years old. And I was like, I'm free. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to seminary. And so, and so I did do deep dives, but I walked yeah. away from my faith like prodigally or what do I say? I'm a serial prodigal. I would go, yeah. I'd come and go, I'd come and go. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was more I'm walking around aimlessly just the law of attraction (laughs) you were all into the law of attraction for a hot minute there when we first got together yeah but um no it's changed a lot since we've gotten married uh, especially in the last i would say six seven years yeah it's changed dramatically so i feel like our uh my faith specifically has changed since we got married whenever we went from being pretty conservative Baptist to spirit filled, charismatic, yes, three steps shy of Pentecostal. Yeah, that like, was a significant change for both. I of us. remember whenever I started researching um, baptism of the Holy Spirit and feeling like I was like, I am crazy in this house. Like, <laughs> I remember thinking, there is no way I'm going to get you like on board with even looking at the scriptures that way or anything like that. And I never really came at it from that perspective. No, but I remember praying so fervently about like, okay, Lord, like if this is what you have, like either open his eyes or calm me down. So my energy and excitement isn't like 
completely drowning you out if that makes sense <laughs> but i don't know i feel like since we got married there's been so many things with my own faith like i came back to it i mean earlier on in our marriage like when we first got married i mean we were still christians yeah we went we went to church we volunteered but to genuinely get up every single day and read the, read the bible for yourself and to study it for yourself and to have a solid prayer life I'm not sure I would say that. I can't speak about what you did behind closed doors when I wasn't around. But I do know it was probably about, probably in that first year was when I really started going back into my faith, like hardcore. Yeah. I remember constantly reading, constantly researching and things like that. And I mean, I don't know. I never felt unequally yoked by any means, but we were both just in the place of different expressions, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or am I like rambling there? No. Trying to make it make sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two, what spiritual practices or disciplines have most impacted your life? Ooh. Mm. I love talking about spiritual disciplines, y'all. You have no idea. I'm going to let you go first on this one. No, I'm going to let you do it. You're the guest. You have no answer. That's why you want me to go I'm, first, right? I'm not sure. I, yeah, I, I feel like you can answer this one a little bit better. And I'm going to have to think about this one for a second. Well, spiritual disciplines that have most impacted my life would honestly be having the discipline of reading my Bible every single day. I mean, I try to no matter what, what it looks like. If the boys are up and playing around, I will sit and read it with, with yeah. them. I won't ever not read my Bible just because the kids are awake and playing. Yeah. I travel with my giant Bible. I mean, I think I've gone overseas <laughs> and I take my Bible. And that's something that I haven't always had, but I know that the benefit is so much greater than anything else. Mm -hmm. um, and then a spiritual discipline that is kind of hotly contested is meditation, but not in like the voodoo mama juju sense. <laughs> I don't know what the actual term would be, but in meditating on the word of God, it tells us to yeah. do that in the scriptures. Right. And that's simply just having a verse that the Lord is put, placing in front of us and letting it just kind of ruminate within us and become a part of us throughout yeah. the day and just constantly thinking on that. That's all it is. And so I would probably say the spiritual discipline of reading my Bible and then meditating on the word of God are probably two of the greatest for me. I, I would say, after thinking about it for a minute, I would have to say probably the the praying without ceasing, which it doesn't mean that you've got to be like in your prayer closet and never come out and not even for bathroom breaks. We have a small home. We don't have a dedicated <laughs> prayer closet. We just but pray where we can. <laughs> it's it's being in constant conversation with the Lord, whether out loud or in your in your own head and like just staying spiritually connected with him. And I find myself throughout the day just, you know, I might ask him a random question like, why is, why did you create something like this? And then other times I'll be frustrated and it's like, God, why, why are you doing why? this? <laughs> <laughs> why do I have to deal with this? <laughs> Couldn't somebody else have had to deal with this? Or why did you even make this? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> why are, why do mosquitoes exist? I hate them. You're there like, I see, I got signed <clears throat> up for your strongest warriors package again for 2024. <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> but yeah, basically the pray without ceasing where you're always open to the spirit, always uh, listening for 
for the Lord to speak and respond. It's just constant communication. Yeah. I think sometimes when people think pray without ceasing, they're like, that is impossible. Like I yeah. have, I have a life, I have a job, I have a family. It's just constantly talking to him. That's yeah, all it is. It doesn't have to be anything like grandiose in the sense of how we know that word, but it yeah, is I mean, just, it doesn't even have to be conversation with him. It just could be thoughts. like, you're hanging out, you're hanging out with him. It's just, nobody can physically see him there. And it's just like, you know, there's times except for the seers. Yeah. <laughs> except for the seers. There's times there's where so I just can see that the Lord is near. <laughs> there's times where I just, th there'll be a situation pop up and it's almost like you get the nod from yeah. Jesus and you just feel it. There's nothing actually said. There's... I get that whenever I get dressed sometimes, especially for church. It's like, yeah, when that's I, the like, one. I don't know what dress I want to wear. And then I'm, I hear like, oh, you should wear this one. I'm like, I don't know. And then I keep going. And then I like, just, I know that I know that I know that yeah. it was the Lord. And I'm like, all right, I'll get dressed with you today. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Number three, what Bible verse or story has been meaningful to you recently and why? Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, the one that, and, and I actually just made mention of this at church the other day. I say, if you don't say it, I'm going to make you say it. <laughs> so um, in first Samuel, it's talking about whenever, Saul finally gets, you know, fed up with David and's trying to kill him. And David like goes, said fed up. He's jealous. He's yeah. so jealous and jaded. <laughs> so David goes and hides in the cave of Adullam. And it, have you ever had those days? I know everybody has where you get a song stuck in your head and it just you think, OK, by the end of the day, I'm going to go to sleep. And when I wake up tomorrow, it'll be fine. And then the song comes back. A song that never ends. Yes. Well, mine has been the verse that never ends. And it's the <laughs> it's David going and staying in the stronghold in the cave of Adullam. And you've mentioned cave of Adullam at least four times in the last two weeks. I know. It's it's popping like up like Rome. too. This is your ancient Rome. <laughs> yeah. Or not ancient Rome. This is your Roman Empire. And and honestly, I I haven't I guess the reason it keeps popping up is because I haven't quite figured out exactly what God's trying to highlight there, but apparently there's something because even whenever I opened my Bible up the other day, I was, I know that I left off somewhere in Job, but when I opened it up, it had jumped to first Samuel Job and I was sneaky. like, well, um, you're like, we fast forwarded all right, Lord, a long ways. I will read this. So I don't know exactly what he's trying to show me there, but that's the one that has been coming up a lot for at least a week, at least a week, maybe oh. two. I told you mine this morning. So if you are following along with my 365 day chronological Bible reading plan, then you know that we just wrapped up Job and I, I've read Job so many times i have who hasn't who hasn't <laughs> quite a few people once they read it once they're like no nah, i'm good that's not like know, right? it's not one you want to hang out in like galatians or ephesians but everybody's like oh you're going the through the gospel season but everybody references when you're having a season when you're going through a pit they're like you're just like job right now it's like corpus right you're now dealing like with job. the cold 
<laughs> Corpus is going through its job season. I'm like, everybody's okay, got to close. Everybody with seasons, <laughs> but for some reason, everyone wants to lock, latch in on Job. And I'm like, yo, like you haven't lost your entire family. Your entire life hasn't completely collapsed. Like calm right. down. But that is where I t- come to terms with the fact that as I read through Job, I have been relating more to Job's friends. Yes. And I've been reading through and I'm like, you know what? Job's friends make some pretty darn good points. And then I'm like, wait, I shouldn't be agreeing with that. Cause like, I know how the story goes and that's not, no, 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 no. I'm like, Lord, what is happening? <laughs> and so the Lord's just been revealing Old Testament covenant versus New Testament covenant presence of Jesus Christ and the gift we have of his salvation and life that was prior mm-hmm. to the birth of Christ, especially in the story of Job. And it has been humbling to say the least (laughs) we'll leave it there all right number four how can we better support each other's spiritual growth hmm i mean the obvious answer is pray for one another (laughs) i know we are not the best at praying for each other out loud in front of each other yes like i pray for him i know he prays for me because you can feel when someone's praying for you you just know that they are we'll send texts every now and then we'll send scriptures but to sit there in like face to face and being like i'm gonna pray for you right now (laughs) it's almost like a threat i'm gonna pray for you i'm gonna pray for you but i think yourself like it's not a threat (laughs) my gosh we should not be allowed to record this late (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's not going to let me live this whole Job thing down. He's like, you're one of the friends. You, I need to pray for you. (laughs) My gosh. I feel like that would be so beneficial though, but it's also one of those you don't want to force someone else to do what you think they should do. I think, I think one big thing though is um, being excited for each other whenever there is a spiritual promotion, whether it's in public or in private. And like, I think you're the only one I know out of the two of us that has had a spiritual promotion. You've had spiritual promotions. I've had spiritual call outs, man. Oh, <laughs> but that's, that's in, that's just that's in reprimands. The natural. That's reprimands in the spirit, my friend. No, that is just <laughs> reprimands in the natural, in the, in the spirit you've gotten. I am a and... strong personality and I know that. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I have been, um, quote unquote edified or prophesied over (laughs) about said spicy personality yes but everyone else hears harsh and i'm like that wasn't that bad (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh y'all the lord told me to come out of retirement because i had my yes season where i said yes to everything and then i have had a very enjoyable no three (laughs) year no season which means i have learned to say no and i love to say no (laughs) i have not gotten to that oh my gosh but the problem with saying no too much is you have almost disqualified yourself where the lord is calling you to step forward and so opportunities are are afoot i guess you could say yes and i'm over here i'm like yes i think (laughs) and then after i say yes i'm like they got the wrong person i shouldn't do this (laughs) then the lord's like no 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 you should so i don't even know that that actually answered the question but we're gonna run with it. we're gonna go with that yeah we'll run with it (laughs) y'all 
Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst you. Think amongst yourselves. <laughs> You're saying talk amongst yourselves. That sounds weird. All right. Number five. Have you had any experiences where you felt God's presence or guidance in our marriage? Um, the amount of times the Lord has told me to bite my tongue. And that yeah. is not even because of you. That is just because I am highly opinionated and vocal about so many things. I know that the way I see things, I will say something and think it's perfectly fine. And I know it doesn't always come off that way. So I will go to respond to a, a completely innocent situation or moment of communication. And the Lord just will be like, shut your mouth. You're done. You don't need to say anything. <laughs> shut your mouth. And it's not a bad thing. It's the way that the Lord yeah. has been working to bridle my speech and my tongue and help me in submission and in our marriage. But it's like, I, I think I have permanent like like bite marks on the back of my bottom lip from being like mm, okay. i know i do i actually can feel it right i'm now. like we're both like <laughs> licking the back of our bottom lips like yeah it's there it's there man yeah. it, I, I i would have to say the same thing it's <gasps> it's dying to self biting lip whenever you want to say something especially when you want to say something sarcastic that you know is not gonna and it's always in the middle of a fight that you get oh, like yeah. the world's best clap back yeah every single time you're like oh, oh, oh. the lord's over there he's like just don't please don't do it yeah he's like stop you better it. bite stop that it. lip you better bite that tongue you better bite something because you, <laughs> ain't nothing gonna be coming you out open of that and you say that <laughs> you be prepared <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad it's not just me that feels that way. Cause I'm like, I feel like the Lord's like for the last 10 years, just put a bit in my mouth and he's like, now nah, we got to work on how, oh, what's no. steering you. Is it your own selfish motives, your own it, stubbornness? Or are you going to let it be my will and submit to me and let me guide you? Well, and it's not, it's not even just like with you and I, it's, it's with the boys too. Like there's, there's times and it's like, our oldest, it's like we're talking mm. about marriage now. Well, our our oldest is coming into pre-puberty time. Close, yes. So, as you can imagine, it's it's challenging. <clears throat> yes, it's growing for all of us. <laughs> yeah, we'll, I'm not we'll going to say anything growth. bad. <laughs> Very similar personality to me, so I'm like, I think he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six. Are there any areas in our marriage where we can invite God's wisdom and guidance more intentionally? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I read that question, I was like, all of the above? Like, I don't know that there's like one specific Is area. Option F. Like, Dude, like just every <laughs> single area of our life could always use more of God's wisdom oh, and more yeah. of God's guidance. Always. We're always being refined. Oh, so there's my not gosh, any area yeah. that I'm like, nah, we're good. Dude, and it's <laughs> always whenever I'm like, we're good there, that the Lord's like, okay. He's okay. <laughs> like, get ready. I'm going to humble you. And we're going to work through some things. And it's going to hurt now. Yeah. And then you feel like the kid off a of dodgeball. Like, you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Clink. Clunk. Clunk. <laughs> It's good stuff, though, man. Yes, it's a yes. fun, fun life. <laughs> it really is, though, because it's like anytime we have done that, like we've come out sharper and better and stronger on the other side. Yeah. But I think what we have learned, the older we have gotten and the more into marriage that we are now, um, 
that it's easier to just submit to the will of God than to try and present your will and convince him that yours is okay. And he yeah. should just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Because you know we all do that. We human, we stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> we human, we stubborn. There's your there's your quote from the entire podcast today, folks. You can frame that, put it on your wall. Put it on a bumper sticker and call it a day. Oh my gosh. And we drive are, in the left lane. We are going to move on. We are going to move on. We we should not be allowed to record late at night, guys. But this is our pocket of time. It is. So number seven. What are some goals or dreams you have for yourself that you have not shared with me yet? Oh. Um, I don't know that I've not shared anything with you. I got any. Would you tell them to me? Because I don't know what they are. We tell each other like what our dreams are and stuff like that because it also requires each other to call us out whenever we're like, "Nah, I'm good. I'll work on it next year." And then we're like, "No, you're gonna you're gonna do this." Yeah, like your PBA thing. You were like, "Oh, that'd be fun." We we're like, "No, you you need to at least try." Yeah. And so now you're going into your second season as a professional bowler. Yep. Not because of anything we did, but I feel like me and the boys, the Lord really helped us to champion you for that. Yeah, but I don't, I can't think of anything that I haven't already told you. I have like that one really big one that just terrifies the crud out of me that I've told you. And I've, I've wanted to write a book about our Job season, <laughs> for lack of better reference, but of just going through some really hard stuff that we did go through and what it looks like whenever your pain and grief really challenges your faith yeah and i know that the lord is guiding me to do stuff like that especially on that topic but the more i get clarity on everything the more i know it's gonna hurt to open back up every single one of those wounds well and, and i've already gone through so much therapy i cannot <laughs> afford anymore at this point y'all well you have to write the book so you can afford it oh my gosh yeah please. no but i'm saying Rolling with in the, the book dough. that you're going to write and everybody knows you need to write this book. Matter of fact, I put a poll. Y'all, Colton, my... I jokingly was, he's like, do I need to post it on Facebook? And no, I said, do I need say? to get more people to yeah, agree that was with it. me that you need to write and a book? Me stubbornly, not even thinking he was serious. I was like, yeah, probably. Five minutes later. <laughs> Legit. Five minutes later, I get the alert on my phone. Colton Bartell has tagged you in a post. And by that time, like 13, 14 people had already liked it and commented on it like yes so we've now been telling her my type a self is like well crud now there's like 35 people that are expecting me to write a book this year but hey that's 35 copies you've already sold please boom please that's that's but yes okay so there session. you guys know so obviously we tell each other about our dreams because we force them to happen for each other <laughs> i mean we've had multiple people say that like just that one one or two years of our lives need to be made into a movie every time so. y'all have been like y'all you need to write a book i'm like well like where do i start like <laughs> do i start with childhood trauma do i go into like my trauma years of rebellion like do we jump into this like you know one movie that requires a prequel later or do i like do it in <laughs> flashback sequences <laughs> either way that's off topic if it happens let me rephrase that. When, when it, it happens, happens, it will happen, and I will share it with y'all. But for right now, just pray 
that the Lord would open my heart to be very receptive to that project. All right, let's get back on track now, right. shall we? Yes. Number eight, is there a new skill or hobby you've been interested in pursuing? Oh, I know yours. Do you? There's a box in the house right now. Y'all, I'm an 80-year-old woman, and I don't care who she knows She wants it. to crochet so I bad. I want to crochet so badly. We went looking for baskets to put her crochet even stuff needle in point. that she hasn't even opened yet. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> I don't know what it is about trying new things or stepping out in faith for myself that has me so nervous. But I'm like even scared to open up my box of crochet stuff, and it's a beginner's kit, y'all. Yeah, because somebody, because you know, you're entering it in like a state competition. But no, mine would be crocheting. I think that'd be fantastic. And then, um, skill wise, I just want to go back to the gym and stick to it. <laughs> I have been once this year, you guys. Hey, hey, hey. hey I'm just saying that that New Woo! Year's resolution is holding solid. <laughs> what about you, babe? Any new skills that I'm wanting to learn? Or hobby. Or hobbies. In um, all your free time. Yeah. I don't even have free time to think about it, let alone actually do it. <laughs> I really don't know. I have no idea. Your right. skills change every time you get a new bowling ball. You're like, I need to figure this one out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that your answer? Like, I didn't mean to, I, like, take no, it over. I, I really don't know. I don't have oh, any. okay. Yeah. Well, alrighty then. Then these next Moving two, on. There's one on here that I'm very interested to hear your answer uh -oh. on, but it'll be the last one. Number nine. How have your priorities or values evolved over the years? Like um, our values just continue to evolve. Yeah, I don't know that they've necessarily changed. I think so. I feel like we were a lot more like loosey goosey, like like I guess our say la vie, whatever yeah. will be, will be kind of thing. Case sera, sera we when we first put, got married. But yeah, we now both put a lot more priority in faith. Everything is built around Christ. Now we are very conservative with a lot of the things we choose to do. And we are, yeah. um, we do have a lot of boundaries in place, a lot of protections in place for not only ourselves, but the boys. And so I know for a lot of people that can look like we're extremists or yeah, that's true. Any of those other nicknames people like to give. Yeah. Christians that actually try to follow what the book says. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess from my perspective, that's probably the thing that I noticed that's the biggest change is just the faith walk is it, it is the forefront of importance when before it was just a, it was an, almost seemed like an inconvenience that we had to do. Now it's a that. want to do. Well, I'm talking like way back, like, Oh, when we first got married, it yes. was like we were going out and partying on Saturday and making it to church on Sunday, kind of hungover, like if we're yeah. completely transparent. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe making it to church. Yes. And now it's like if we don't go to church, we like... It feels weird. And it's not out of legalism or anything. It's just no. because we find so much joy in being in the house of the Lord. Yes. And being surrounded by people that are like-minded. Yep. But I think of my our values evolving in that I think had we not grown in our faith the way that we have, the value that we have placed on courtship for our boys as they get into the age of oh, yeah, marriage or pursuing yeah, a relationship. A relationship yep. for the purpose of marriage. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this is a very hot topic amongst Christians too. Right. On whether 
courtship is dated or outdated or too rigid or too legalistic itself. Yep. And so we both have come to terms and have peace on that matter. But I know when London was first born, we probably would not have even considered that. No, probably not. And so that value has changed drastically, I think. All right. And the last question, this is the one I'm excited about. And I'll tell you why afterwards to everyone listening. <laughs> Are there any books, podcasts, or resources that have inspired you recently? I say this is going to be difficult for Colton because he doesn't really read. He reads the same four books like every single year with Christian Men's Network <laughs> when he teaches them. Yeah. I don't know that you actually listen to podcasts except when you're in the car with me. Yeah. And I I mean, I'm not going to speak to any resources that have come across your, your I mean, desk. I, I would say the, probably the biggest, I, I guess. But I'm over here. I'm like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, you've been reading behind my back? <laughs> no, I would what say probably reading? the the biggest influence that I guess could be considered a podcast. Well, I do listen to some of their podcasts, I guess, is Bible Project. Oh, yeah. You do love those guys. Yeah. So whether it's, you know, their quick videos that are a dive into a specific topic their podcast or word, is really but good. I have been listening to some of their podcasts lately and they've actually been really good. Look at you. You're such a millennial. Did you subscribe? No. Okay. I was like, you have officially <laughs> subscribed to your first podcast. Honey. No, no, I have not. Oh, I was going to be so excited for you. <laughs> Normally it's when I'm at work, if I'm listening to anything, it's either like a Brandon Lake station. I was about to say Brandon Lake. <laughs> it, I've got my Bible app. Or open. Shane and Shane. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Good times. We have good times. All right. You only have to. You can only pick one because I know that you're gonna have like fifty. I can't go into the books yet. It's still young. The year is still young. Okay, I've podcast. only done three since the beginning of the year. Podcast. Only done three. I've only gone through three books since the beginning of the year. Oh my gosh, podcasts. It's it's barely two weeks into the new year. Y'all, when I tell you I follow podcasts, I'm subscribed to like 20 different ones and I listen to every single one of them. Wow. Like, I love them. Um, enjoying the journey with um, Scott Pauly. Fantastic podcast to enjoy. Um, but ones that have inspired me recently, I don't know that there's any necessarily that I'd pick one out of like the bunch. Um, I have really been enjoying listening to Girl Defined, um, two sisters out of San Antonio that speak on biblical womanhood. I really enjoy what they bring to the table and have to offer. Um, I guess the way that that has inspired me is they speak on singleness and I haven't ever really experienced that because we got married when I was very young. Yeah. And I mean, we're... You make we're, it sound like I was really old. Well, I can't. <laughs> when I was I young. can't speak to your seasons of <laughs> yeah. going through that and being single because, like, I mean, I went from, like, really bad relationships that I kind of hopscotched around from and then barely had a single season. And then we ended up dating, engaged, married, and here we are 12 years later. Yep. So I can't speak to that. But I know that there's several young women, young adults in our church and even those that aren't technically a part of the young adults crew anymore that are part of those mid to late thirties, early forties that have not been married, that have walked out singleness yeah, for all this time and being able to hear it from a perspective of someone that has walked through it. Cause one of the sisters that helps run girl defined was single for 
quite a long time. I don't even think she got married until her somewhere in her thirties. And so getting to hear that perspective, I think helps me to not only have more empathy, but better understanding of what their struggles, what their blessings, what their gains and everything like that, what the Lord are that I wouldn't know. Right. And so I think that one is probably one that I would say has inspired me recently. All right. So there are 10 questions for our January monthly couples chat. I don't know that any of those answers were significantly riveting or anything like that, but they may have been. And if so, huzzah, that's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. But no, I just wanted to say thank you to Colton for being willing to stay up late instead of, I mean, we would both be sitting on the couch sending each other reels right now. Like, let's be completely transparent. Probably. We were we were really good tonight. We were practical and productive with our time. We were. For the 14 people that listen to my podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't actually know how many people listen to this because I don't actually follow that. So if you are listening, thank you. I appreciate it. And you guys are awesome. Also, consider leaving me a five-star review. It would really help. But anyways, <laughs> yes. Make sure to check back every single month for our monthly couples chat episode where Colton will be joining us for another one of these fun conversations. Yay. That's where you're going to end. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. All right. Yay, guys. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell, and I want to invite you to join me over on my socials. You can find me over on Instagram at, at Morgan Bartell. And if you're looking for a good weekly devotional, I invite you to visit bloomwildlylivesimply.com to sign up for my weekly Devo. You will receive a 10 minute or less devotional sent straight to your inbox every single Thursday morning. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.